Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we're back in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here. We got David Fleming with us. Say hey. Hey. We got John Regan. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Um, hey, real quick. I was thinking about if we ever have uh, merchandise, we should make some like hats that are like blue or maybe red that say, Make America Game That Tune Again. Or maybe Ooh. like MAGA for short. Mmm, see, yeah. Uh, you know, that's a I, good idea. I feel like we might need to workshop it a little bit. It seems right. a little a rough right of, now. A couple of critiques. Well, yeah, if you don't uh, like that idea, I'm just gonna, you know, quit the show and hold it up until we get it going again. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's going the nuclear <laughs> option. He's gonna shut down Game That Tune over our hats. Um... <laughs> No, we'll uh, we'll discuss that later, Jesse. That's uh, that's okay, an unfair cool. discussion. Uh, cool. If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, we are going to have some fun tonight. We've got uh, video game music, and we're going to listen to it. We got three songs from a game. We're each going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, Jesse will allow the show to take place. And the winner at the end of the night will pick a theme for the next episode and play some bonus tunes. And uh, I won last week's episode. And, you know, I try to, uh, you know, from time to time do some, like, holiday or timely themes. And, you know, tomorrow night's Valentine's Day, so I'm ignoring that, and I'm skipping right to the next holiday, President's Day, and I'm talking games that take place in the United States of America. Um, I look forward to no USA chance on tonight's show, because you guys clearly just missed that opportunity, and I appreciate that. Um... <laughs> And yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we've got a uh, diverse slate of games. I think uh, I think we probably got some interesting picks. And uh, you know, I'm interested to see uh, to see what everybody brought. We got uh, we got four great games. We got a great fan request. And um, yeah, man, I think we just got to uh, make game that tune great again. And <laughs> make make uh, America notice <laughs> game that tune again, manga. Hey, <laughs> make America notice game that tune for the first time. Again. Magdafa. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Johnny, let's, let's get it going, man, for America. Game one.
So, this is our fan request for the evening. This one comes to us from frequent requester, occasional guest, and Patreon superfan to your producer, Dell. Um, and we thank you for that request. So, uh, there are a couple of unused uh, maps found in the beta code for this game. Uh, one of the unused areas is based on Greenwood Village from Diddy Kong Racing, and the other unused area is based on an area from Jet Force Gemini. So how does everybody feel? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good. 
Then, uh, let's see what you guys got. We got two up. Let's see what Jesse's got. Oh man, he's working on something. Working on something big. John Regan says Mickey Speedway USA. <laughs> David Fleming says Mickey Speedway USA. They're both correct. And Jesse is drawing a penis, and he is sadly incorrect. That was a pretty big dick, though. It's a good big dick on that drawing. Um, <laughs> They're all big in America. Exactly. We Fuck like things yeah. big here. Uh, you know. Wait, is the theme America or Texas? I'm lost. Um, Same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what is Texas, if not yeah. America? So, uh, Mickey Speedway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ironically, it's actually Mexico. Um, so, yeah, Mickey Speedway USA, man. This game is a bit of a hoot. Did you guys ever play this one? No. I have not. I really? remember renting it like once or twice from a blockbuster because it's a it's like a Disney kart racer on N64. Yep. So I for sure have played this before. Exactly. It's, Who made uh, it? Say what? Who made this game? So that's rare, I believe. That's the fun part that ties into my trivia. It's you know it says Disney and then Nintendo published it, but it was developed by Rare. That's, <laughs> so, what, uh, that's what it sounded like. That's crazy. Yeah, they were putting their uh, putting their Diddy Kong Racing uh, you know skills to the test to make a I don't know I guess kind of more basic racing game. <laughs> it's like hey, you know what was cool about uh, you know Diddy Kong Racing was all those extra vehicles. So let's just make a kart racer. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> And uh, should we set it in like a bunch of colorful Disney worlds? No, how about America? <laughs> like, so, like, do you get to like drive through Orlando? No, there's no Orlando stage. What? I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, well, there is. If I remember, there's a Florida stage. There is the Everglades stage. Is yeah. there like a putt putt golf stage? <laughs> Uh, no, John, they're all based on more famous locations than Putt-Putt Golf. <laughs> uh, you know, you got your, your classic, you know, recognizable Americana places. You got San Francisco, you, know, you got the Grand Canyon, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Indianapolis. I mean, like, you know, the first track of the game is Indianapolis, and I'm like... What an odd fucking place to start. And then I was like, oh wait, there's a big, there's a famous racetrack in Indianapolis. But the race, this racing game is not set on the Indy 500 racetrack, so it's, it's just a drive around <laughs> Indianapolis. <laughs> I'm like, why would you start a Mickey Mouse racing game in Indianapolis? <laughs> I, I also remember there was, I remember the Chicago level, and I remember being very confused because the Chicago level is set in a sewer. Yes, so like, that was why the second is this not New York? Like, right. I, I Chicago, feel like Chicago is known disgusting. for many things, but not sewers. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like this could have been any racing game, and they just decided to make it a Mickey game and call these tracks United States things for some reason. Like. The only thing definably San Francisco is that there's a bridge you drive under. You don't even drive on the Golden Gate Bridge. You drive <laughs> under it. Like, Why do you, it looks like you collect rings, like uh, Sonic rings. Mm-hmm. It, it know, looks Genesis, like you drive through... You know, or, <laughs> Sega was, wasn't out of the console game yet, so they couldn't do a uh, Sonic racing game on Nintendo 64. But <laughs> yeah. There's a track listed as Dakota. Does this say which one? 
<laughs> just keep on winding up and down that Both. border. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a Mount Rushmore in the background. <laughs> oh, well, here's Mount Rushmore, and here's where the fuck's in North Dakota. <laughs> right, exactly. Bismarck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Black Hills, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> the Canadian border. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's some Mounties. I, but yeah, I, I, it's... Do you I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to kind of talk out of my head for a second, because this game just strikes me as so odd. Like, a Disney racing game, you know, great idea. Disney racing game set in America, less great idea? Like, I... Hmm. There's unlockable it's, it's, racers, but it's this seems like a real cop-out. Oh, I was ah. gonna s oh, wait. <laughs> Should I, I guess not everybody mention? Googled this. That sabotages my early lightning round. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Fuck I'm going a video of it. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually, I remember one of the unlockable racers and I wanted to bring up because... Please which do. I won't. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you don't want me to spoil the lightning round, I won't. But I remember... <laughs> Whoever you're including is out of the lightning round. <laughs> I remember one of the unlockable racers being... Um, oh, God, what's his name? Like, Ludwig von Drake, like, the old scientist duck from, yes. like, DuckTales or uh, oh, the cool. Donald Duck comics and everything. And Very I remember even, even playing that back in, like, middle school and everything and unlocking that, it's like, that's an odd choice. Like, yes. you've got you know, Mickey, you've got Minnie, and then, like, oh, yeah, Ludwig von Drake. Huh. Yeah, okay. That, that other famous... Elder Duck. I, you know, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's very odd. Johnny, hit the lightning round sound. Let's do a quick one. Lightning round! So hopefully you guys aren't Googling anything anymore because we're just going to do a single elimination lightning round and talk about the characters available in this game. So, Johnny, tell me a character that you can race as in Mickey's Speedway USA. And if you get, get it wrong, you're out. Huey. Huey the Duck, yes. Jesse, you're next. Donald. Donald Duck, that's correct. David. Goofy. Goofy is correct. Johnny. Dewey the Duck. Dewey? <laughs> Jesse. Um. Minnie. Minnie Mouse, that's correct. David. Mickey. Mickey Mouse. Johnny. The third duck, Louie? Did I say Louie already? Nope, you got it. That's Louie. <laughs> Jesse? Daisy. Daisy Duck. That's correct. David? Pete. Pete. That's correct. And the final racer is uh, Ludwig von Drake or whoever. That's it. You guys aced that lightning round because there are not very many characters in this game. Seriously, what the Gorge. fuck? Where are the characters? Well, I feel <laughs> like Huey, Dewey, and Louie is a real cop-out because that's the same character, right? I mean, there's no yeah, way. No yeah. shit. <laughs> there's Man. no way they're different. Yeah, they <laughs> They wear different colors, but they're not even distinct characters like Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. It's insane. <laughs> like, I just, you it's, know, 60% of this game's it, roster is ducks. Those are those are three of the four unlockables, so you unlock the same character yeah. three times. <laughs> yeah, no shit! And it's, you know, just, they should have just had this be like D Donald Duck racing game. His whole fucking family's here. It's like, Mickey's like, hey, let's have a go-kart race. And Donald's like, cool, I'm bringing the kids. I'm bringing that weird Ludwig guy, and I'm bringing my girlfriend. Like, you know, it's, it's cool. It's cool if I bring all these people, right? John, that's a terrible like, Donald Duck impression. What are you doing? I, you know, I don't do Donald Duck impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's, you know, a game from the House of Mouse, and 60% of it is ducks. 
Yes, now it's 60% duck. Um, yeah, no, but like, I know there's not that many classic Disney characters to pull from. You know, it's not like like Toy Story movies have just been coming out or like Bugs Life or anything like that. And those are Pixar, so, you know, oh, okay. t- setting those that aside. That was sarcasm. <laughs> you know, I know there's not like Chip and Dale or, you know, anybody from The Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast or, you know, I don't know, like uh, Robin Hood. I was going to say, yeah, uh, like Oswald the Jungle Lucky Book. Book. Oswald the Lucky Pluto? Rabbit as unlockable would be pretty good. This Fuck game you, came Jeff. out in like what ninety eight or ninety nine, so this was like two thousand. Right yeah, this was right at the tail end of the Renaissance. So like Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Mulan, yeah. like all of this was ex- existing. <laughs> Toy Story two. Well, well yeah. yeah, but so is this <laughs> like a, is this a Mickey Mouse extended universe kind of situation, or is this just the Mickey it Mouse universe? It should have been. <laughs> yeah. So well, even like, then. <laughs> I mean, even, even then, Chip and Dale should have been in for sure because he's always fucking with Pluto and stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. And Pluto is the like he's the whole he's the MacGuffin in the game. That somebody kidnaps Pluto, some weasels kidnap Pluto, and you got to get him back. And to get him back, apparently, you have to go on go kart races. The story for this game, people, <laughs> it's just outrageous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like. <laughs> But they just should have had more characters and a little less America. Like, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's good ideas in here, but the the two things combined, like Mickey and go, you know, or like not even two things, but like you know, Mickey go karts, good idea. Go karts America, good idea. <laughs> Mickey America, maybe even a good idea. But all three of those combined, like, wait a minute, why is Mickey Mouse racing go karts across America? Um, you know, yeah, wh- and where the fuck are the rest of the Disney characters? Like. You know, House of Mouse was out. Don't they have those, like, Disney Channel interstitials where everybody's, like, hanging out of that cabaret club? And it's like, where are they? Every <laughs> like, every track should be a different Disney resort. You know, you could have that Disneyland, too. Disney World, Tokyo Disney, Disney Sea yeah. Parks, whatever that one's called. You, know, you literally Epcot. have, like, no Disney brand synergy in this game, which is crazy. It's just like, you know, Mickey Mouse driving around New Mexico. It's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I, would love to, I would love to play this game, and you're racing around the Walt Disney uh, Vero Beach Resort, and you just sit there yourself like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this exists? Oddly specific. At the very least, like, have Mickey in USA locations, but the Disney version. So, like, New Mexico is basically Frontierland, and New Orleans right. is, like, the Haunted Mansion. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, all of those are good ideas. Yeah, seriously, just call them USA locations and then make them obviously part of Disney World. Like, you know, oh, we're racing around Minnesota. That's the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. What the fuck <laughs> is this game trying to pull? Like, I would be so pissed if I was nuts. playing this game. Like, the second I unlock the second duck, that's when I probably quit in rage. <laughs> Dewey! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just imagining he's like, there, there's a track set in, like, the Appalachian Mountains, and you see the Matterhorn. Like, isn't that in the Alps? Yeah. What? The big Thunder Mountain Railroad just flies by. It's like, okay, that kind of works. <laughs> then it's also, the, the like, the Matterhorn. It's like... Okay, they're just, you know, it's a little bit much. Well, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe that's what the Dakota track is. It's just the various mountains from Disney, but it's supposedly the Black Hills of North Dakota. Yes, exactly. Now, you know, a magical, like, Disney Parks racing game actually would be pretty dope. Like, you know, just an expanded version of all the attractions in racetrack form would be a great idea. Mickey Speedway USA, you know, not a terrible game, but not, you know, just... 
what an odd fucking like series of choices. So, I don't know. Great tunes though. That's the thing, man. R you know, Rare decked it out. It's you know not their usual stable of composers. The uh, composer on this one is Ben Cullum, and you know the tunes are good, man. I like that. And uh, you know, I was looking it up. There's some guy on YouTube. I'll have to fire off a link in the Discord. He uh, he took all the tracks from this. And he added Mario Kart 8 uh, backing beats, you know, when you're in the fir in first place in Mario Kart 8 and the drum beat starts kicking in. Oh, yeah. He took, every, uh, he took all the songs from this and added that backbeat, and it's fucking excellent. So, uh, good tunes, weird fucking game, odd, odd series of decisions for Disney and Rare and Nintendo. But thank you, Dell, for the request. And uh, Johnny, I think it's time to keep going, man. Game 2.
still one review of this game quote uh, states, quote, Dabney Coleman may be nowhere to be found here, but once you get past this slight oversight, parenthetical, all games should feature at least one picture of Dabney, and parenthetical, you'll discover a great shooter.
All right. Who's got some answers for me? Man, I've never been so confident. All right. John says the Beverly Hillbillies, which I so wish was correct. Um, David and Jesse both say war games, and this is close enough, I think, to give it to them. This is war it's games. It's dagger, isn't it? It's war games. Defcon one for the PlayStation and PC. Oh, so you played this? I watched a lot of videos uh, <laughs> and read some reviews. <laughs> I love war games as a movie, but this is not war games as a movie. This is war games Defcon one, which takes place roughly twenty years after the movies, um, and you get to choose. Like you could play as NORAD. Or you could play as the computer at NORAD, which I think is a very interesting concept for a game here. Slash, I huh. feel like they kind of did not understand when they said, oh, you could play as Whopper, that that was just NORAD's computer. Because uh, when you play the game, so it's a real-time strategy game. Kind of. Uh, Do you get to track Santa Claus? No, you don't get to track Santa Claus. Oh, God, that should have been a mission, though. So you get to choose between NORAD and Whopper. Uh, and you fight battles, basically. Uh, NORAD has traditional military gear, and Whopper has futuristic military gear. And that's the part that is a little confusing, because, again, Whopper's just the computer. Like, Whopper's just the simulation machine at, uh, at NORAD. So, I feel like they did not actually watch the movie when they made this game. Plus, it doesn't have Dabney Coleman in it. Can you, uh, be... Um, Matthew Broderick, wasn't he in this? He was. Matthew Broderick, Ali Sheedy, uh, Dabney Coleman, and I forget if anybody else was in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> um, no, none of the original cast uh, makes an appearance, except I think, I think the voice of Joshua might make an appearance briefly. And yeah, this is this is War Games. So we can just talk about the movie War Games if you want to do that. John, is that what you want to do? Because I have a sneaking suspicion that's what you want to do. It's one yeah. of the best movies. Yeah. I've never seen it. See, I'm much, yeah, much like War Games the game, and I've how I've never played it, War Games the movie, never seen it. <laughs> um, but game I three. am not a gigantic dorkass like you are. So I was so know, convinced movie. when you were saying like, oh, I can't wait to play my game. It's an excuse to talk about one of my favorite things. I for sure thought that this was going to be a Back to the Future game. Hmm. hmm. See, yeah, that's a nice little slice of Americana. That would have been cool. You know, or we could have really talked at length about the uh, illustrious career of Dabney Coleman. But, you know, I just, uh, we can talk I guess about we're not Dabney doing Coleman. that either. I don't want to talk about Dabney Coleman. The guy's fucking great. You know, <laughs> we've talked about Dabney Coleman at length. He's fucking uh, illustrious. And we? I was surprised to learn he he's was not the dead. theme of episode 62. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dabney you know. Coleman games. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I was watching an episode we... of uh, The Love Boat recently, and uh, I sat there for a second, like, hey, I think that's Dabney Coleman. And I proceeded, I proceeded to go down his IMDb page, and it is long. He has yeah, quite the career. I was so close yeah, to writing and, The Towering know. Inferno, and then I got to War Games. I said, oh, there's Johnny. Okay. 
Right. Yeah. No. But and you know, Dabney Coleman. Uh, fun fact: his real name, Dabney Coleman. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking impressive. It's not a made-up name at all. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, the guy's fucking great. He's in Tootsie's and Beverly Hillbillies. Fucking, you know, he was on Boardwalk Empire. Like, uh, that guy's great. And, you know, like I said a minute ago, I was surprised to learn, not dead. I thought he was very, you know, <laughs> he is a very old man. He's 87 years old, but he's not dead. So I'm very happy Surprise. to know that. Like, my man Dabney. Uh, Do we have a not dead jingle? Hmm. You know, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the jingle for too many things, man. That can't be, <laughs> you know, we can't play that every time we talk about somebody that's not dead. <laughs> Good lord. Um... But yeah, see, and one thing I didn't know about Dabney Coleman was that he was in the movie War Games. Because I've never fucking seen War Games, John. How? Ah. It came out two years before I was born. Yeah, me too. It's it's Yeah, and I'm not a huge door cast, so, I mean, there it is. Like, I don't like computers, so I didn't watch it. (laughs) I don't like computers. I watched Ah. the other uh, fucking Matthew Broderick iconic film of the 80s. Fucking Ferris Bueller's Day Off, baby. I like Ferraris and pranks. I don't fucking dig on computers and and um, board games and shit. I like Chicago and fucking Alan Rutt. (laughs) You don't like computers in oh. NORAD in Oregon? God, what's your name? <laughs> no! Is that, is that all you got? <laughs> Matthew Broderick? Ali Sheedy? Yeah. I do like Ali Sheedy. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't, you know. say, don't get me going down Coleman? a Sheedy hole here. <laughs> so it's, it's like, he was a Ferris Bueller fan. He clearly preferred Jennifer Grey to Ali Sheedy. Uh, no, I was more of a Mia Sarah guy because uh, well, you know, she true. was also she was also in Legend and uh, ooh, she is just angelic in that movie. But yeah, you know, Sheedy, you know, ooh, you know, be still my heart. Uh, you know, Breakfast Club. I, you know, I don't know about you guys, but in the Breakfast Club, when it's like, oh look, she had her makeover. It's like, nah, man, what the fuck? Like, Mm-mm. she was fine as a weirdo. She was <laughs> like, great as a weirdo. She, she was checking she was great. all my boxes. I remember watching the end of Breakfast Club and having two thoughts seeing Ali Sheedy. Number one, I liked her better in black. And number two, where were their extra clothes that fit her? Like, (laughs) where did those clothes come from? Because now she's in, like, the pretty, like, pink dress and everything. It's like, she was all in black. They hit the the lost and found and found a full set of clothes. (laughs) Now, so, David, have you ever seen War Games? Hmm. Am I the only one that's seen War Games? I have seen War Games many, many years ago. I thought you were going to say many, many times, and you've just been dodging the question. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched it a number of times. It's trash. (laughs) I I do remember the Street Fighter, the movie. (laughs) The the one scene that always sticks out to me more than anything else in War Games is when the computer says, "How about a nice game of tic tac toe?" and everyone starts cheering. Like just losing their mind. <sighs> One, David. Spoilers. Two. <laughs> it's a nice game of chess. <laughs> Boom. Because shows what you know about the war reason. Games. The reason you're remembering tic tac toe is because it keeps playing itself in a game of tic tac toe and coming up with ties and determine that the only winning move is not to play the game in the first place. That's yeah. I think that's where you're sucks. getting tic tac toe. <laughs> is there some kind of like. Uh, message that they're trying to get across in that movie. Nobody wins in a game of global thermonuclear war. Hmm? Ah. So I was I gonna say it was the do- '80s. The message is nuclear war is bad. 
I love yeah, this I movie because Matthew Broderick saw his computer trying to hack into, like, trying to find games because he saw an ad about some company coming out with new games. Like, oh, I gotta find these now. So he accidentally dials in an ORAD and finds a list of games. <laughs> and the games are like tic tac toe, chess, backgammon, um, you know, solitaire. Global Thermonuclear War. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it really jumps up a level <laughs> as it goes down the list. He's like, I want to play that one. Yeah. Take that, yeah. Richard Garriott. <laughs> I would have gone for Spider Solitaire, but no, I had to go with Thermonuclear War. Uh, um, so you haven't said anything of significance about the actual game you chose. Oh, so the game's actually pretty okay. So it's a real-time strategy-ish game. And I say strategy-ish because the strategies just blow everything up. It, it looks like Blast Core, right? Like you're running around just fucking wrecking shit. And so if that's what you're in the mood for, it's great. Uh, I think the problem was it was marketed as a real-time strategy game and there, there's no strategy. Like you just, just destroy everything. <laughs> And nice. in most real-time strategy games, you get to control, like, troops of units and command them to do things. But in this game, you just swap around between the units that are on the field. Um, mm. And typically, you can just pick one and just stick with it the whole time. There's not really a good reason to ever switch to others. And, yeah, you just blow things up for a few minutes and then move on to the next mission. So if you just want to fly around in, like, future hovercraft and blow things up for a while, not a bad time. But if you want a faithful retelling or a continuation of the war game cinematic universe, uh, does it tick your boxes, John? Or, uh? it, it, it does not. Like I said, it's got sound effects through the movie. That's a nice touch. Um, mm -hmm. FMVs. But that's like... Any what? <laughs> FMVs. No, no FMVs that I know of except for the intro like title sequence, right? You know? Um... And yeah, you don't get to see you don't get to see uh, Joshua play itself in tic tac toe. You don't get to go mm. to Stephen Falcon's uh, Goose Island, Oregon, and save blah blah blah. I'm trying to drop reference <laughs> to the movie, but none of you guys have seen it. So what does it matter? Yeah, tight. Let us culminate this worst segment ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Johnny, anything else about War Games, Defcon One, or your apparent favorite fucking movie of all time, War Games? Go watch War Games. <laughs> I feel like I kind of have to at this point. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. we could do I, a commentary yeah. for it for Patreon. Exactly. Yeah, fucking bonus Patreon commentary coming up about war games. So uh, <laughs> yeah, let's keep it going. Shout out to composer Game Tommy Tallarico.
All right. At one point during development, uh, the downtown area was twice the size of what was ultimately in the finished game. The team decided it was too large and confusing and cut it in half. They also felt the rest of the game's area was too small, so they doubled it in size. Good stuff. How you guys feel after that? Not great. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, let's see. So Jesse says Watch Dogs, which is incorrect. David says Saints Row the Fourth, which is incorrect. John has a penis pointing at another penis. It's doubling in size. <laughs> oh, he doubled it in size. Gross, John. That's, <laughs> that's terrible and disgusting. No, this is Fallout Three. Oh, fuck. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, a game with a famous downtown area for you to explore, and then also a famous rest of the game, that big old wasteland. 
for you to wander around and just have a ball in, man. This game is just about having a ball. <laughs> like, I hope I'm not the only person here who's played Fallout 3. Oh, hell no. I, I bought DLC for that one. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, but the real question is, Johnny and David, did you ever, did you ever touch this? No, I did not. No. I, you know. I'll excuse myself. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. How about that? <laughs> um, you know, this I feel like you're often disappointed with us. Well, not you, David, but, you know. We're you all and Johnny at the same homework time? assignments tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to go play. I'm going to go watch war games. You guys go fucking get, you know, a Fallout 3 Game of the Year edition. We could have addressed this months ago, too, because this, you know, we missed the window on fucking Fallout 3 GTT gyms in our, uh, our, you know, three-month GTT gyms hiatus. And uh, <laughs> we should have talked about it, quite frankly, because it's been ten years now, over ten years, since this game came out. And this game fucking rules. Um, man, what a fucking game. Uh, I just remember this one being, like, fucking mind-blowing. It was like, you know, it was like, all right, yeah. Uh, before, I think it was amongst the games that made me get a PS3. Like, I was gonna get one because of Metal Gear Solid 4, and then, like, I saw somebody with this, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm buying the PS3, like, now-ish. Like, <laughs> that needs... That, I need that. That needs me. That that Wasteland needs my help. Uh, <laughs> I'll know, save you, Wasteland. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna purify your waters. It's gonna be great. Oh, God, you know, sounds I'm, gross. I'm gonna find you, <laughs> Liam Neeson. There's nothing problematic about you. Um... Let's, Man. let's not. Hey, I, you know, like I said, there's nothing problematic about Liam Neeson in 2008. Uh, <laughs> so, man, uh, there's, you know, it's so easy to cover a game like Fallout 3 in like 10 minutes or so. Like, <laughs> there's just so little to talk about. Um, but no, for real, it's like, you know, it's like, it's a... It's an appealing mix of, like, RPG and, like, first-person shooter for me. I'm not, I've never been huge into, like, RPGs. I've never been really into, like, first-person shooters at all, and then it's like, alright, so you got a first-person, like, open-world thing, like, you know, no levels, you can just wander around and do whatever you want. Okay, that's cool. Uh, when it comes time for action, you can slow the action down to, like, super slow-mo and do targeting on, like, specific limbs and things. Mm. Okay, that's dope. And you can level your character up and get a bunch of crazy perks and... You know, there's all kinds of branching paths to, because of the karma and, like, you know, so many fucking side quests and characters and things. It's like, all right, yeah, this game's dope. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty great, man. Jesse, uh, what do you, uh, what do you remember about this game? What do you, let's, uh, share some Fallout 3 fondness. Well, I hate to be that guy. Oh, no! But, um, <laughs> I, no, no, it's not gonna be bad. It's just it's gonna sound that snooty. Dope. No, 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 it's great, but, um, I had played, uh, Fallout and Fallout 2, and so I was super hyped for Fallout 3. Like, a lot of old school people were like, hey, it's not that isometric RPG like we're used to, and I'm like, yeah, because they're trying something new, you know? Duh. And And it was fucking awesome, you know, I, I thought, I know, there's still a lot of people that are grouchy about that game, but fuck them. Yeah, and, um, anybody that's grouchy that games have changed since the 90s need to go fuck themselves. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, but, um, oh, I loved, like, getting, like, the power armor and stuff, yeah. and, um, uh, uh, 
Let's see, what was some? They're fighting the super mutants or, Dude, or running up against a death claw, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. So this was my first Fallout game. I didn't play the uh, the originals. And so, you know, I didn't really know, like, what I was up against, what to expect. You know, I'm just exploring an irradiated wasteland and yada, yada, yada. And the first time that I, like, went into downtown and, like, I came out of, like, one of those subway stations and there was, like, a super mutant, I'm like... What the fuck is that thing? Like, I, <laughs> I legit just got, like... It, it's almost like every time I encountered something in this game, it's like, alright, hold up, I don't know what the fuck that thing is. Like, I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> like, I need to need to take a second, need to hit that vats. Need to look at those weak, like, weak points and shit. I need to think and, like, change my weapon. I just like that, you know, it's action-y, but it lets you slow down the action, because, like... There's something so weird and, like, for me, just, like, head-trippy about just be that game. Like, you're alone, and you don't, you know, for me, again, it being my first Fallout game, it's like, alright, I don't know what I'm up against, and I'm always the kind of guy that wants to think about it and go in and get it right. And so, it gave you that opportunity, <laughs> but it was just, uh, man, you know, I spent so much of that game just, like, sneaking around and being fucking tense, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, those fucking super mutants. Turns out they're not that serious. They're they're all over the place. You can just blow them away with like a shotgun. But man, the first time I saw one, I was I had no idea what the fuck was going on. So it was uh, it was freaky. Ugh. And uh, whenever you'd like critical hit someone or, or kill them, it was always so fucking violent and Dude, great. It was so great. Gross. <laughs> when that cinematic, just like eyes blowing all over the place and you know nasty ass. Uh, Nasty ass 3D fucking explosions of heads and things. It was it was cool. Um, Handheld nuke launcher. God, the fat man's so cool. Like <laughs> you got a miniature yeah. nuke launcher. <laughs> yeah, that I just I loved like finding the little mini nukes for that, and it's like, all right, I gotta save that for just the right moment, baby. And like, usually it was for a battle that I was like stuck having to respawn in. Like, all right, I've died a couple of times. That's it. I'm fucking Fuck finding it. a little bit of cover and I'm pulling out the fat man. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I love also if you do the slow mo, like the vats thing, and you like target someone's head with the fat man. It's just like, all right, here it goes. <laughs> it's just so slow and you know it's done. Like, the. <laughs> the, it's it's over. I'm shooting like one guy with a nuke. <laughs> it's just so slowly going, and he's you know it's like showing them in slow motion. They're running and trying to shoot me, and then they get hit in the head with a nuclear bomb. And there's a fucking mushroom cloud. It's like, yeah, this game's fucking cool. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, for real, Johnny, uh, Johnny and David, you really should play this. It's uh, you know. It's like, I don't know, it, it's, I feel like it's got mass appeal. Like, you know, like I said, it's for shooter fans, it's for RPG fans, it's for fans of games with kind of stupid stories. I mean, the story is pretty inconsequential, but man, if you like just kind of exploring something wacky and just, you know, discovering all the weird little things, there's so many weird little things to explore and discover in this game. Like, I do enjoy that. Uh, I remember when I played Elder, Sc Old, uh, Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. Like, I love just exploring and finding weird little things and side quests yeah. and all kinds of shit like mm -hmm. that. So is it, I assume it's like that. Same yes. company. So, yeah. yeah, it's just like that. Nice. And, yeah, I love that, like, you know, the basic outline of the story, you know, like, there was a nuclear war and there's, you know, been a bunch of fucking just, you know, mutations and awfulness going on. And it's a couple hundred years after that. And, you know, Washington, D.C. is an irradiated wasteland. And so it's, you know, a bunch of... 
raiders and degenerates and people coming out of vaults and things like that. And so, like know, DC today. <laughs> yeah, more or less. You know, it turns out that nuclear war didn't drain the swamp. Who knew? Um, uh, manga. But uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hold on. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. Making the weight. Making the wasteland great again. We're not doing that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, I just like, you know, for the little touches, like, there's, there's like, those vaults all over the place, and all of them have some weird fucked up story, and you can discover, like, every tiny iota of that story. Like, you go to another vault, and, like, everything in the game is so, like, methodically placed, it's like, you know, it's like fucking walking through a big diorama, there's computers you can access that give you little backgrounds on things, and, I mean, like, the whole game's like that. It really is just, like, a very well-crafted, like, diorama where you're walking around, it's like... Man, what the fuck is that off in the distance? I better go check it out. And then it turns out, you know, it's like, uh, you know, a radiated house and there's, you know, bodies inside, things like that. You know, the the setting tells the story without a whole lot of fucking, you know, story, like, being needing to be told. It's like, you know what happened? And here's, like, a little detail. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, this area is overrun with military robots. And this area is, this, like, you know, it's... Yeah, just like I don't know, it, it's cool. I, you know, I find it very cool. Like you, you know, you discover you know just nuance and fun parts of this you know zany fucking world. Yeah, I uh, I appreciate games where you get to find a lot of lore, right? Oh, there's lore. <laughs> yeah, every fucking building has some lore. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you know, and if it's not lore for like pre-war, you know, DC, it's lore from like you know who's there now and like you know. Like, when you go to the, the National Mall, it's just this fucking battleground now. It's like trenches, and like, super mutants are holed up in this one building, and slavers have taken over uh, the Lincoln Memorial, and like, these guys, it's like just, you know, warring factions of people, and just, you know, uh, it's uh, it's cool, man. There's just a lot of detail and lore in the world, and uh, yeah, it's a fucking blast to play, man. Um, it's great, and, you know. It's, uh, yeah, I could go on about it for, uh, for a long fucking time. You know, I'm, I wish we hadn't, you know, taken those few months off of GTT Gems, because I could have gotten some of this out of my system a couple of months ago. But, uh, you know, you guys, uh, you guys all should play it. Or, you know, any of these new Fallout games, because, you know, if you don't, you, know, you think this one's a little too serious, go for New Vegas. It's extra stupid. And Fallout <laughs> 4, you know, pretty fucking absurd. <laughs> so, like, you know, these, the... These first-person giant world exploring Fallout games, they're all like this, and they're all pretty great. So, um, it's dope, and the tunes are dope, and weird and atmospheric, and, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I almost want to bust out my PS3 now and dive back into that terrible, terrible fucking wasteland and go pet my dog. I miss that guy. No, so, uh, puppers. Yeah, Johnny, you'll love that. You get to explore Washington, D.C. with a fucking, uh, German Shepherd. No. And it's great. Dog so. You know, instead of doing that in the real world, do it in a 10-year-old video game, John. I command you, <laughs> and I'll go watch war games, and we'll move on to the next game. <laughs> game 4.
All right. Um, so Billy West stars in this melting pot of genres that includes driving, shooting gallery, and beat 'em up. Well, well, well. How are you guys feeling? Can you repeat the trivia one more time? No, no. So, uh, Billy West stars in this melting pot of genres that include driving, shooting gallery, and beat 'em up. Huh. Dude, it's tough based on the music. You know, and no fucking, you know, Billy West voice clips to work off of, but I... I think I know what I'm, what I've got here. Man, oh man, you guys are really, really taking this time limit. There's um, a limit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so uh, Johnny has three exclamation points, which is incorrect. Um, David says Nicktoons attack of the toy bots. That's incorrect. And, uh, John has the correct answer, The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Now, hold on a minute. Which takes place in, uh, New Orleans. Starring? And Billy West. <laughs> so the main character- Oh, oh. You son of a bitch. Tricky, oh, tricky. <laughs> that's his name. Oh, you just pissed off David's voice actor, like, knowledge database so badly. <laughs> like, I could see the gears turning in his head, like... Hold on, well, man. It yeah. was also one of those things, like, so Billy Futurama West stars, like, in this game, is like, this music came before 1991. <laughs> right, exactly. How like, did they have Billy West voice clips on the NES? Like, is this I, from, like, the, what the, the mini... fuck? It's from a minigame section of a Futurama game or something? Like, wasn't no. The, I think there were, like, Ren and Stimpy games ported to NES, weren't there? Yeah, but did he have Billy West? Hmm. <laughs> was he on Ren and Stimpy? I don't even know. Yes, but did the yeah, NES yeah, have... You know, Stimpy. Let's do a lightning round of NES games with voices. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Ghostbusters, <laughs> and that's all I got. <laughs> the Adventures of Bayou Billy. Yeah, my man Bayou Billy. Um, well, no, because at the title screen it says The Adventures of Bayou Billy. So I, there is voice acting in that game. Right, yeah, no, I mean, there is voice acting in some NES games, but it is not by Billy <laughs> West. <laughs> it's, you know, it's more like it's by, you know, Tim and Jeff Fallen. It's just sound programming. <laughs> it's not like, it's not voices. It's just, you know, computer gurgles. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, man, Bayou Billy. So, Jesse, you played this one? Yeah, the, this past week I've been... Uh, doing some homework on this game, and oh my god, this game is something. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, uh, I never played it before. My only, uh, knowledge of this game was from the episode of Captain N, where they go into Bayou Billy's, uh, world. Nice. <laughs> and so I just figured it had something to do with, like, you know, Crocodile Dundee, but, uh, he was a Cajun instead. Right. And I was pretty much correct. It's a, it's a Konami game, and I feel like there's a lot of really awesome, great ideas in this game, but the execution is like the worst. Like that you start off in this beat 'em up stage, and that would be cool, but like the enemies don't react well. Like when you hit them. There's no real knockback to them, so they just still come right at you. Right. And, like, it seems like their range is just a little longer than your range. And you use the uh, punch and kick button to do, like, the jump kick thing, like in Double Dragon. So it's like they've heard of other, you know, beat-em-ups that, that are good, and they take ideas from that, but the everything else is just shit. And so, you get to this point where you have to, like, do a little platforming across the swamp. And so you have to do this jump kick to jump. So you have to press two buttons to jump. Like, in the, the, the horrible part of Double Dragon where you have to do that. I hate the and, jumping sections of Double Dragon, so I can only imagine how they are yeah. in a game like Bayou Billy. Where, uh, maybe they're lacking a little well, bit of polish. <laughs> it, it's not as that bad because when you get in the water, you don't die instantly. It's oh, just that's the good. alligators. It's the alligators in the water that swim over to you. You got to get away from them. So if you can just jump back onto the the dock, you're fine. Yeah, no, that um, that never made sense to me in like Double Dragon Two or yeah, maybe it's two. You have to like uh, jump across like the little broken bridge, and if you fall in like this, you know, shallow little river, you're dead. It's like you're the Double Dragons, man. You can swim to the other side and still fight the guy a little bit wet, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, sudden death so platforming sucks. Then you have to fight a couple alligators. Nice. And so then at that point, you're like, okay, this must be the boss fight. No, after you fight them, you have to keep going, and then you fight dudes that are in scuba suits and have guns. Yes. And you can you can get a gun, which is cool, but by that time, you probably only have one life left, because <laughs> this game is just... It, it does not care about you. Um, it is just so punishingly difficult. Now... And not in a like good way. At yeah, any point, not in like you get a to see. Play it again way. <laughs> at any point, do you get to see famous Louisiana landmarks? Like, do you get to go and beat up a bunch of people on Bourbon Street? Because that would be awesome. Yes. Awesome. You do. You do get to go to uh, New Orleans and Bourbon Street. Oh. Because um, there's also the driving section, which is so <laughs> at the beginning of the game, 
there's a training mode, luckily, because otherwise you wouldn't see any of the other cool stuff in this game. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't come <laughs> so, <laughs> So you can do the training part where you can drive, and the driving is pretty cool. You can shoot with your car, and you can throw grenades out of it. And it's kind of the, um, like the typical, uh, you know, drive forward and stuff coming at you type driving from that era. And so it's, it's alright, it, um, it's very difficult also. And then the shooting gallery, uh, part, portion, you can use the light gun if you're using on the NES. But, uh, if you if you're not using an NES, and you don't have a computer light gun... <laughs> <laughs> right. It makes it a little difficult. It's a little tricky. Yeah, no, so, see, uh, you know, I like the idea of a game that mixes together the, like, NES different control things, like, you know, using the light gun, but it doesn't really age well when, like, you can get by your belly for, you know, like, five bucks at your used game store and take it home, and it's like, oh, right, shit. I don't have a zapper anymore, like... <laughs> yeah, God, um, you know? Like, you got crud. me thinking, like, I wish they made games that combined peripherals, like, a game where you run on the power pad while shooting things with the light gun. That'd I'm be sure, awesome. I'm sure <laughs> the NES can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a first-person shooter where you have to run <laughs> using the power pad. <laughs> Sounds great! It yeah. does! <laughs> what happens if I change directions? It doesn't come up. Yeah, you are <laughs> running down a hallway and shooting things with the light gun. It's the contra base level, like but you doom. have to run using the power pad. <laughs> like, I was gonna say it—it's somehow they created a power pad for the Super Nintendo. It uses Mode Seven, so like the hallway <laughs> moves around you, but you stay like facing one direction. Yeah, man. Oh, dude, a power pad with like the super scope would be pretty sweet. <laughs> or not, it'd be pretty exhausting. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know, they uh, they could have brought this back and used like uh, the Wii Balance Board and uh, you know, like the the Wii uh, Wii Remote and done like a you know, like Bayou Billy for Wii. That would have been pretty sweet. I just realized I don't need to include the the stepping thing. That was Johnny's stupid idea. That wasn't part of the original game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Just, just make a new like, just make a new like uh, one of those. A retro style indie games, but with the you know basic story, better better beat 'em up stages, uh, better you know all make it fun you know it would not honestly, stupid challenging. It would actually and get make Billy a lot West of to do the voice. Right. Okay. So yeah, it would make a lot of sense for like a Switch remake. Uh, Johnny, prepare the perfect for Switch sound. Um, so you know, buy you Billy on the Switch where you got the controllers detached. You can either you know be playing like uh, you know with. Like, two Joy-Cons, I don't know why you would need both, but like, you know, maybe there's two-player mode, you can split the Joy-Cons, and for the shooting sections, you just turn them to the screen, and you got fucking, you know, zappers that you can use. And then Hell for the yeah. driving sections, you turn them on the side, use a little bit of them tilty controls, and I don't know, I mean, there's an HD rumble if you get bit by an alligator. Uh, it sounds <laughs> like a Bayou Billy remake might be perfect for Switch. Space! Well done. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, actually, that sounds like a dope-ass fucking idea. And uh, bring back some old-school composers, man. Like, I'd, I'd play that. Yeah, that'd be good, man. Dear Konami. <laughs> yes, exactly. Please, please stop making pachinko machines. The Bayou Billy pachinko machine is great, but we would like a new, you know, a retro remake for Switch. That would be greater than uh, The Adventures of Pachinko Billy. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> I've just realized we need to use some of that Patreon money to hire Tim Curry to re-record a line in his Russian accent saying, Switch! <laughs> so we have a perfect for Switch sound. Perfect for Switch! <laughs> Done! Uh, yeah, I'm sure What's Tim he doing Curry... these days? <laughs> I think he can still talk. Um... So. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. That's the surprise he's um, alive sound. Is that the <laughs> <laughs> He's still alive? <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, he is. Thanks for reminding us, John. Um But you know who's not still alive, I assume, is by you by your Billy. Um It's been quite some time since we heard from him. You know, in his quest to I assume rescue his girlfriend from uh, like some sort of Big Daddy-esque New Orleans crime boss. Yeah, he um, smokes a cigar, wears a cowboy hat. You yeah, know. of course he does. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. it's, I would expect no less from the villain of The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Um, B.A. Jesse, uh, dope pick, dope soundtrack. Uh, it's time for a Switch remake. Anything else on Bayou Billy? No, that's it. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Let's keep it going, John. Game 5. We love you, Tim Curry.
Features four different versions of the family's main living room. One is a standard version. The other three appear depending on what the system's clock is set to, as there are special decorations for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas.
So, who has some answers? Oh, man. This takes me back. Yeah, it does. So, um... <laughs> Jesse Moore says, Full House XXX. <laughs> Sadly incorrect. Uh, John and John have the correct answer of The Simpsons Hit and Run. Yes, we Taking do. place entirely within Springfield, USA. Right. So let's talk for a moment about that, David. And so what state is Springfield in? All, All of them. Of them. <laughs> okay, that's the right answer, David. It's funny, you sounded like you had a voice in stereo there, and it was you and John talking at the same time. Uncanny. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> I had a problem with my mic that duplicated my voice <clears throat> and made the second voice sound yeah. dorkier. Made my back sound really hairy. Um, <clears throat> so, And for some um, reason, my mic won't stop talking about war games. Exactly. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so, uh, no, you know, you were, uh, you were a little concerned before the episode that maybe uh, we would have some sort of issue with a fictionalized version of America. No, The Simpsons is firmly American, and I am happy to, you know, have this qualified for the theme. Well done, David. Calculating computer, game over. No, um, <laughs> I just don't want to get caught in my hot take that I don't like this game. Oh, crap, Wait. I just did it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was, so, I was not I was waiting for, for the hot take sound. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> what the hell? You really threw me off guard. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Johnny, I'm hitting you with everything tonight. You know, it's like war games. You never know what's going to happen. That's a thing in war games. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, um. Remember when Matthew Broderick said that? He turned around to Ali Sheedy and he's like, You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, Matthew like, Broderick lays down on his bed and he goes, War Games moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to look around in a while, once in a while, uh, anything can happen. Now look at my dick. That's War Games, right? Um, uh, no, we so Simpsons. Wildly off topic. I'm, you know, again, uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. David, tell us about it. Um. Uh, uh, now I feel like everything I say has to be like have a qualifying statement because apparently no. you don't like this yep. game. Um, I don't. <laughs> I really enjoyed this game. Um, it's kind of it was coming out at that period. It was like early two thousands where Grand Theft Auto was everywhere, so everybody was trying to make that like open world style thing. So it was basically like, hey, let's make an open world kind of beat 'em up kind of driving game. But let's do The Simpsons. And I really liked it because... Here's my hot take. Apart from the arcade game, like, up to this point, I feel like most Simpsons games kind of sucked. Because you had, like... Hot take. You didn't oh, give it to me earlier. One. I was going to say, that wasn't that much of a hot take. Simpsons games all suck. <laughs> he gave me so much built, like time to come in and be ready for it. He yeah, dropped you your hot take him so as well, fucking man. fast. I was not ready. Yeah, I you know I bring it fast and furious, baby. Um, I yeah, mean, no, like, but, but I mean, I'm not saying it's not a hot take, because it is a hot take to say that, you know, make a blanket statement and say that something sucks. But no, Simpsons games in general, yes, they suck. <laughs> like, and then this game came along, like, I'll admit, Road Rage was pretty fun, but it was basically Crazy Taxi. Yes. Love um, Road Rage. <laughs> and then this game came out, I was like, That's wait, good. this this game's 
pretty fucking cool. Like, and aside... <laughs> now I just want to talk about, like, yeah, Road Rage is like Crazy Taxi. <laughs> and then you had stuff like Bart's Nightmare. That's, That's bad. bad. <laughs> um, and then you had The Simpsons Game. That's bad. <laughs> Can I go now? Ba Bart oh, versus the arcade. Bart game. versus the world. That's bad. That's bad. Um, Bart versus the space mutants. <laughs> no, that's, that's bad. That's famously bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. But then this game came along, and you know it had that kind of open world go anywhere. I loved. I loved carjacking people as Marge. Like that was surprisingly entertaining. But what really made this game for me, at least, was. There are some deep-cut references for Simpsons fans, like yes. the fact that one of the unlockable cars is Mr. Plow. Okay, that's something that I would expect. The fact that you can go to Chester J. Lampwick's solid gold house and steal and his rocket and car. Steal his rocket <laughs> car. <laughs> that's incredible. Like, right. one of Lisa's unlockable costumes is her Florida costume. Like, that's dope. There are so many references in this game, can and you, it's so fucking funny. Can you get the um, car that Homer designed? Yes. Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> you know, Homer the car for Homer. Uh, you know, you gotta have that. No, and see, that's the problem. I'm, like, at odds with myself over this game, because the game is loaded. It's like a love letter to Simpsons, you know, fans. It's just, you know, it's a it's an open-world Simpsons game that you it's just loaded with wacky Simpsons references and, you know, fun Simpsons stuff and deep cuts for guys like you and me who have watched, you know, The Simpsons throughout our fucking teenage lives. But the game's not fun. <laughs> like, that was my problem with it. It's, like, it's, very... it's like such a basic bitch Grand Theft Auto ripoff that it's just not fun to play. It's like, I love Simpsons references. I can look at a book for those. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, yeah, I didn't have fun playing the game. <laughs> it's very, very repetitive. I don't recall any of the cars driving particularly different compared to other cars. Like, maybe they're a little faster or something. That's about it. Um, right. You know, in Grand Theft Auto, you could go off and like find stunts and things like that to do. This game's like, nope. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna have a race. You're gonna have. A I think they had a few stunts in the game. You, like I feel oh, like maybe. you had to like okay. jump the thing through the lard lad donut at some point. And, mm -hmm. you know. I remember there being like stunts, and I remember there being like hidden collectibles that you had to go. I want to say that they were like weather vanes you had to smash, or they were they were something. <laughs> but no, there was definitely like hidden collectibles and things. I will admit, for the most part, yeah, it's a pretty standard Grand Theft Auto clone. Could, but it's a right. standard you, Grand Theft Auto clone in a really nice Simpsons coat of paint. Could you pick See. up Hooker? <laughs> you know what? It's been a while since I've played this. I'll have to get back to you. Oh, that right. sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet can. Yeah, sweet ass, wait. <laughs> I don't think that's the line at all, Jesse. That's <laughs> way too close to right. line. <laughs> Actually, that was Bart that said that. Oh, God. I know. Um, but yeah, no, um... And, you know, no, really, like, all, you know, a lot of my complaints were tied also up in the fact that it's like, oh, it's, you know, everybody described it as Simpsons meets Grand Theft Auto, it's an open-world game. So I was expecting when I got it for it to be one big Springfield for you to explore, but it's like level based. And it's, you know, like like different areas like, you know, in the first level you're Homer, and then the second level you're Bart, and like 
than your Lisa, and I think at some point you're a poo for some reason. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, you know, I wish it was just like a big-ass Springfield for you to drive around and explore. Like, I'd hmm. do that, you know, and then I'd nitpick the continuity. Like, that's not where the grocery store is. You know, <laughs> like, it, I, you know, it'd be absurd just driving around and you know, being an awful Simpsons nerd yeah, about it, but they nice broke it up just... into... It'd be nice just to be able to drive from your house all the way to the gorge, jump the gorge, jump the gorge back, right. come back home, right? All in one yeah. smooth, continuous thing. That would have been nice. And you can't ride, and you can't ride a skateboard. Mm. I almost feel That's like a it's missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's structured in levels because the designers were like looking at a map of Springfield and saying, "Okay, there's no way we can make this work. We have to divide this into sections." Like, right? It, I mean, that's the that's the problem with making a like virtual Springfield is it doesn't make any sense. And in the show, there's never a continuity, so like they they could not possibly get it right. <laughs> so you know, it's, but I, uh, one thing that I did like is every level was a day and the game takes place over a week and the final day is Halloween which was basically an excuse for them to do ridiculous wacky shit to make it a Halloween special yeah which I mean I thought was cool because if you're gonna again if you're gonna make a Simpsons game sure put in Mr. Plow put in um because there's a part where you can go downtown and you can actually drive the wrecked monorail car. Like, those <laughs> references, like, yeah, that's great. But who would honestly think to put a Simpsons Halloween special as a level within the game? Yeah, can you, it's a good idea. Can you drive that little um, car that Homer tries to buy? That uh, <laughs> Oh, the put oh, in an H car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I, I don't. I don't uh, think so. I feel like all. About, the, I feel like all the generic cars in that game are basically the put in H car. What about I, yeah. Mole Man's Gremlin? <laughs> I feel like some of the generic cars are based on the Gremlin. I do know that you can drive Nightboat in car form. <laughs> like they just added wheels to Nightboat, and I know that you can drive the Honor Roller, which was Bart's like. <laughs> Push cart. Oh yeah. See, yeah, you know, I like that they included Nightboat, but at the same time it's like, yeah, it's Nightboat with wheels. Like, okay, we get it. You're trying, but like Can you Damn it, did, you didn't want to add one boat section so we had an excuse to include Nightboat? <laughs> like Yeah. Come on. Uh no, the whole the whole game reeks of like great effort. But <laughs> it just it's uh I, I think know. the moment that mess. I was sold on like references when I when I was pulling up to the freeway and I saw that it was the Matlock Expressway. It's like, okay, <laughs> you people did your homework. Yep, that's dope. Yeah, I was looking at the wiki page for it, and it's like, yeah, you can play as Apu, and many of Apu's quotes reflect his Hindu faith and ethnic background, saying, "Oh, Shiva mm. smiles on such behavior," and Hindu coming through. <laughs> Uh, that cool. was that, that was almost uh, my trivia in the I think the European release one of his quotes was censored because one of his quotes was out of the way whitey and they had to oh. cut that uh, that's the best they, line they Man. should not have that, you know, or they should have just made it a game where you play as just the Simpsons and not had an you know, a poo level thrown in. It seems like a very <laughs> odd detour like oh, I want to play as all my favorite Simpsons characters you know, the family and a poo. Like, you know, it's just, uh, what? 
they, they, there's five people in the Simpsons family. You could add a Maggie level. <laughs> like, Even Santa's uh, little helper. That would I want to cool see Maggie Ooh. carjacking. Yes, Grandpa. exactly. <laughs> Maggie's very intelligent. Yeah, or a grandpa level. You're like, you know. Oh, God, they the should Simpsons. have added grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd like a yeah, Blinky I'll, the Fish level. That would be good. Fuck up, uh, <laughs> Can you play as Mo? Uh, no, I think no, it's just <laughs> Bart, Lisa, oh, Homer. You can play as Mo and Tatum. You can play as Mo and one Michigan. You have to go pick up Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goes, or you goes have to drive Smith a whale back to the ocean. <laughs> you have to drive most shitty fucked up car with the rubber hippie daisy on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there should be a section where you're trying to like not play as Mo, but get around Mo as a stealth section, and you just have to direct him to the wall, and then you can do whatever you want. <laughs> what am I looking at? What's that over there? What am I looking at? What am I looking at? What? What am I looking at? Come on. You better. I'm gonna stop. I'm looking. gonna stop looking soon. <laughs> uh, hey, Homa. Anyway, uh, we could hang out and make Simpsons quotes all night, but uh, <laughs> David, anything else on Simpsons Hit and Run? I I thought it was a fun game, and I definitely, definitely loved the fan service. Yes, it's excellent fan service. In uh, you know, your mileage may vary on the rest of the game, but man, if you like Simpsons fan service, it's uh, it's got it. It's it's easily the best fa- like Simpsons fan service game of all of them. Because seriously, other Simpsons games are nearly incoherent. Like you know, they just yeah they throw Bart into a dream world, or the Simpsons have to run taxi services for some reason. This one, it's like no, actually, let's just put them in a world and fill that world with fucking fan service. Like, all right, good idea. Thank you for that. And uh, Johnny. Let's hit that calculating computer. <laughs> calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space. Boops. He's alive. Scoring complete. This game's winner is Jesse Moore. Yeah. Now I would love an explanation. Well, everyone else was tied, and I didn't feel like doing a tiebreaker, so Jesse wins. <laughs> Anti-breaker! Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mario Party for that. victory. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's <laughs> it. Go. Jesse, you, you landed on a hidden block and just got eight more points. Yes. Son of a bitch. And I forgot that we put those hidden blocks all over the game. So, you know, great job, Jesse. Great show. And, uh... So what do you got in mind for a theme for our next episode? So I was thinking, um, first off, uh, the main character of my game was Billy West, who is a you know renowned voice actor. Um, <laughs> also, uh, Resident Evil Remake came out. Resident Evil 2 Remake came out. And that game is, uh, the original is notorious for having some of the uh, most exquisite voice acting. Mm. And so I thought... Let's do games that have voice acting. It can be good, it can be bad, but just, you know, it's almost a free play from a certain period of time, but, oh, you yeah. know. So it'd be some fun. Maybe we can throw in some weird voice clips if you want, you know, and, uh, which, that's, I think that'll be a fun theme. I like it, and I will be Googling NES games with voice clips now, because, uh, yeah, there's a few of them. It's going to be great. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's gonna be Tecmo Bowl. Touchdown! Um, yeah. Exactly. But no, uh, no, good theme, man. It's, uh, like you said, basically a free play after a certain period in time. Um, 
but I'm, I'm into it. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and it gives us an excuse to play a bunch of stupid voice clips. So everybody do your homework for this week's episode, and uh, fantastic show tonight, guys. A lot of fun. Thank you to everybody that was watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're at twitch.tv slash game that tune, youtube.com slash game that tune, and facebook.com slash game that tune. Uh, and we really appreciate you guys hanging out, watching along live with us. Thanks to everybody chatting along with us. Find our Discord link at GameThatTune.com. Join us in our Discord server and uh, chat along with us live on the show. We really enjoy that. Thank you to everybody listening in podcast form. Uh, we appreciate you checking us out in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you want to be. Uh, thank you to everybody that listens to the podcast. Thank you to everybody that checks out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We just recorded a fucking heinous commentary for the Mortal Kombat movie. I do apologize for my role in that. Uh, and we've also got mixtapes. We've got covered up. We've got GTT gems. And we use the money to fund our 24-7 video game music live stream over on YouTube. So we appreciate the support. And uh, hope you'll check us out there and throw us a couple of bucks. Special thanks to our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, and Damian Beckles. You guys are all fantastic, and we appreciate the support. Um, thank you to Lance Revere, uh, Armandel, for the uh, request tonight. He sent us his request via Twitter at GameThatTune. Uh, but you can also hit us up via email, GameThatTune at gmail.com. You can hit us up uh, in our Discord server. We take requests there. You can find us... Uh, on Facebook, you can find us uh, on t- you know, Twitter individually. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfd Fleming. And you can find Jesse Moore taking requests for games with voice acting on Twitter at Sega underscore Legend. Hell yeah, my man! So you got the bonus tunes tonight. What are we going home with? Uh, to whet our appetite, we're going to have Ryo Hazuki asking people about sailors. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
You got a minute? Nozomi, do you know of any shops where sailors might go? Well, they sure don't come in here. I'd guess that they probably hang out in bars. Yeah, probably. Hey, sorry to bother you at work. It's no bother. But Ryo... Hmm? Don't do anything crazy. I won't. See ya. Excuse me. Oh, hey, Rio. I can't serve you alcohol, but uh, have a seat. Thanks. How about a cola? Sure. So, what's up? Saijo-san, do you know any places where sailors like to hang out around here? You say sailors, but you don't mean just any sailor, do you? Right. Try the MJQ Jazz Bar or Heartbeats Bar. Is that where they go? But you best be careful. I hear they run with a dangerous crowd. Any guys with tattoos on their arms? You'll probably find guys like that there. That's all right. Akimi-san. Are we done? Ugh. Mickey's Speedway USA is copyright 2000 Rare Limited and Disney Interactive. War Games Defcon 1 is copyright 1998 MGM Interactive. Fallout 3 is copyright 2008 Bethesda Softworks LLC. The Adventures of Bayou Billy is copyright 1989 Konami. The Simpsons Hit and Run is copyright 2003 Radical Entertainment and Vivendi Universal Games. Yeah, that's uh... I'll never forget that. that. Cause that was the night we saw your ass crack, you just got up and John, you're like, I... I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to always remind me of that. Just pull your the fucking pants up! <laughs> I didn't realize they were down. They're always down! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's never not down! <laughs> oh, guess what's available to purchase? BigBadSailors.com Yeah! <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, you can email me, John, at BigBadSailors.com <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that on my mortgage application. <laughs> uh, oh. oh, that's great. That sounds like a good episode title. <laughs> <laughs> it's just John at BigBadSailors.com. <laughs> yeah. You know, someone's going to email it. I kind of want to buy it and just make a good game that tune. Ha 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 ha